You're listening to Rewind, a listen back on press conferences, highlights, and analysis from the 76ers' previous game. The 76ers may have been short on rest, but they had enough to continue their winning ways, fending off the New Orleans Pelicans. 116-109. How are you? I'm Brian Seltzer. 76ers tie a season high with their 20th win. It was their fifth straight. They're now the last unbeaten home team in the NBA, improving to 14-0 down here at the center. We'll join in progress the victorious head coach, Brett Brown. In back-to-back games. Um, that's how I see it. They're hacking them at the end of the game. You just tell them I, I was actually okay. That my mind was more about time. Y- you know, like the clock kept stopping. The clock kept stopping. It was more that than 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 anything. And so, you know, my uh, belief is he's going to have to go through some of that to get where we want to deliver him. You f- I feel a responsibility to do that. And you weigh that up of well, you, you know, you got to make sure you have the game as secure as you can. And and I felt confident that that he was going to be okay and uh what i didn't like is the fact that the clock just kept stopping i didn't like that and so one time we we had a possession where jay rich had it after that we gave him the ball yeah um just wanted to see what we have in him like we had a little taste in new york I wanted to see more, um, and, and I thought he was really good. You know, I, I thought he was really good. Like, he's a, he, he is a, you know, sort of Nerlens like to me, rim-protected, shot blocker, um, quick off the floor. I, I, thought he, I thought he was good. Coach, seven of the last eight, I think Tobias has had at least 20. Yeah. Uh, what kind of case is he making to be an all-star? All you got to do is repeat and write what you just said, and there it is. You don't need much more ammunition. I mean, he, he's been so steady and uh, just um, responsible, like reliable, you know, go-to guy. I, and I put him kind of in a bunch of different spots. Middle pick and roll, I saw three balls, making his free throws, you know, plays that back down pound pound game and can jump over people, smaller people. Uh, he, he's having a hell of a year. That you had in the fourth quarter, and you had a little bit of that on Sunday night against Toronto. Are you surprised that this stuff pops up time to time still with you guys? Not at all. I'm not surprised at all. I'm not surprised. You know, you got Matisse flying down the court, he gets a steal, and he throws a behind the back pass to Ben, you know, where he can just go probably dunk it or come to a jump stop. It's just. You know, they're not perfect, and and we just haven't... I think this is our 11th... No, still, it's our 10th game out of whatever we played, 26, where we haven't had our team, our starting... So I'm not surprised, and neither should you all be. And, and I really mean that. There are some things that I think, no matter how much you played together or their ages, uh, that I can't honestly look at you guys and say that like the, the fouls and some of the other stuff that's not smart that's on me and that's on them but to be surprised with some of the other stuff not really 76ers head coach brett brown after his team reaches the 20 win mark on the air scanning down the rest of the nba standings 
There are few teams that are in that company with the 76ers. There is no team in the league that is left undefeated at home with the exception of your 76ers. The Sixers are now in second place in the Eastern Conference, trailing just the Milwaukee Bucks, the only other 20-win team in the East, and there's only one other 20-win team in the NBA, and that would be the Los Angeles Lakers. So the 76ers in very select company, and while they, again, might not have had a ton of rest coming into this game tonight, given their signature performance at TD Garden in Boston last night, they did have enough talent and they did make a enough plays and did grab enough boards to get this thing across the finish line tonight. 31 points for Tobias Harris, 12 of 20 from the field. You heard that response that Brett Brown had to a question about Tobias Harris's all-star candidacy. Pretty much summed it up. He has been so efficient as of late at 20 points or better in now seven of his last eight games. 24 points apiece for Joel Embiid and Ben Simmons, each finishing with a double-double. Ben had 11 assists, and Joel had 11 rebounds. The bench did some really nice work tonight. James Ennis the third, 10 points on four of six shooting, two of three from outside the arc. And Norvell Pell, six points, five rebounds, three of four shooting. In just under 12 minutes, he had two blocks within his first three minutes of play and just a feisty, energetic presence spelling Joel Embiid on a night that uh, Al Horford was not available for a second straight game. 76ers are at the 20-win mark. They're 20-7, and seven, and as Brett said, they've only played 10 games with their opening night starting five. It seems like a good sign. 76ers defeat the New Orleans Pelicans. 116-109, the final score. Tom McGinnis called this one tonight. 76ers' Tom got off to a great start. 39 points, a new season high for a first quarter. And they were able to ride that. But, uh, you know, New Orleans came back. They went up by one third quarter. And who was it? None other than Tobias Harris, who really got the Sixers going. Right. And that was that started a spell after that one-point deficit, which right prior to that was the first tie. That was the first lead change. But the Sixers responded with a 22-11 to run. And you're right, Tobias did it. And I thought Coach Braun, you know, as apropos, he nailed it. And that is pound, pound. In other words, Tobias dribbling down, then able to square up, lift over people, and score. And he's been so reliable and consistent in that area and uh, and getting it done. You know, went in there against taller players in Hayes and sometimes Okafor. And Favors didn't play much in the second half, but scoring the ball in the guts in the game. And then it got a little ugly. And when you, when you consider 44 combined free throws in the fourth quarter, as Brett Brown was talking about, a lot of stoppages, that clock just wouldn't keep running and it made it difficult. And then they were never able to get it to a single possession Maybe it was three at one point. The Sixers were still able to, you know, keep in front, but they missed some free throws down the stretch and fouled, and that uh, that made it a little problematic. But even though they were, you know, running on fumes a little bit down the stretch, they were able to prevail and win the game, 116-109. Like I said, isn't it ironic? It's almost the same score as it was last night when the Sixers beat Boston, albeit in a much different form uh, and setting and consequence, if you will, but a huge victory for the Sixers. Sixers outlast the New Orleans Pelicans, 116-109. There were, I think, Tom, first of all, it's 10 o'clock and we're just getting into the segment. We're usually uh, about 15 minutes ahead on a typical night. I think there were uh, in the 20s uh, total free throw attempts uh, in the final minute 45 of regulation. The 76ers closed the game 11 of 14 from the line, which was critical. Yeah. It, it, again, it seems like they missed a ton, but to your point, they didn't. I know Josh missed a couple, Ben missed one, and Joel missed one, but they were able to finish it out 
down the stretch and preserve the victory. And again, as Brett Brown said, you know, hey, look, these guys aren't perfect. It hasn't gone perfectly. And yet, here we are through 27 games of the Sixers have won 20. And, uh, you know, they piled up these winning streaks. Now it's five in a row. And what now, 10 out of the last 12. Now they have the second best record in the East. And again, there hasn't been a lot of continuity with the starting lineup. Only 10 games all told as Horford sits out for the second consecutive game and a much needed day of rest. Early turnaround as they got to get up there to New York with everything that's going on uh, with the Army Navy game here tomorrow. And you go to Brooklyn, they'll be on night number two of a back-to-back, and, and that's what happens. I think Boston was affected a little bit last night. The Sixers were affected a little bit tonight. There are fewer back-to-backs, as we've talked about, uh, over the course of the season, and yet when you have one, it's still uh, it's still uh, an issue, you know, whether you want to, you know, coaches try to deny it a little bit. Issue might not be the right phraseology, but it's still a consideration. We'll put it that way. And I think it showed here tonight for the Sixers. There was a period, Brian, with about – I don't know, six or seven, maybe eight minutes into the fourth, the Sixers had four field goals and four turnovers, and they didn't turn it over much, only 11 times. They're getting better at that, but obviously not very efficient. Then we get into that slew of free throws that we touched on. But, again, this New Orleans team, okay, yeah, they've lost 11 in a row. They've only won two road games. But you can tell, and Drew Holiday didn't have his A game tonight, 0 for 6 from 3, but Ingram and J.J., and they got some guys that could score the ball, and Josh Hart in double figures. And so they just haven't been able to string together, you know, consistent minutes during the course of a game to get off the schneid a little bit with this double-digit losing streak, but certainly capable. And I think they're going to win their share of games, and hopefully for them they get Zion back and they get a little bit more excitement going, and and we'll see where it goes from there. But a nice, hard-fought victory, taking care of business win by the Sixers. Amen to that, 116-109 the final. I will leave you with this, Tom McGinnis, the Brooklyn Nets. Certainly a huge off-season storyline in the NBA, adding Kyrie Irving and, uh, of course, Kevin Durant. Durant, who knows when he'll return, Kyrie Irving remains out. They've been up and down, you know, and Spencer Dinwiddie's been the guy who's leading them in scoring. We're obviously familiar with him, given how the playoffs went last year, and same goes for Karis LeVert. But uh, Brooklyn, tough place, and I I thought that playoff series kind of set the tone for a rivalry that could add a few layers once Brooklyn gets fully healthy. Oh, no doubt, and they're they're not an easy team. You mentioned Dinwiddie. He has been their leader. You know, you go back to that series – and, you know, Brooklyn wins the first game here in Philadelphia. The Sixers come back and hold serve. It's tied at one. Then you go out there. It's, I believe, game three on a Saturday. And Mike Scott, maybe that was game, I was game four. four. Yeah, yeah game four. But game. still, yeah. that thing was right in the balance. And it's the deflected ball tipped by Embiid to Scott. And that thing, you know, that Sixers win the game because of that shot. So it's that close. And, you know, Kyrie's been out for a long time. I'd be surprised if Kevin Durant plays this year. But, yeah, no, Kenny Atkinson's done a tremendous job uh, with that team. Hard place to play. Uh, And you're right, it's the first of four matchups. So, look, the Sixers, you know, I think more than anything, just to get the rest and to get ready. And even though they've, you know, they've won 20 games, there's certainly some areas where they need to get a little bit better. And uh, I think Embiid, to get Embiid and Simmons rolling at the same time, then look out, cook out, because both of these guys have had some really big nights, including Joel last night, Ben earlier in the week. Uh, that, that Cleveland game stands out. And, uh, and Tobias has just been so steady. You get Al back into the mix. Josh Richardson, I thought, played really well here tonight. Uh, and the Sixers are going to get going. You've got these bench guys, as you, your point out, Brian, about the, the three-pointers with his reserves. And now Matisse into the mix. It's going to be exciting as you get into the middle portion of the schedule. 
Tom McGinnis will have the call on Sunday early start at 6 o'clock. Tom, speak with you then. Thank you, bud. 76ers over the New Orleans Pelicans, 116-109. I'm Brian Seltzer, and here are the details. 76ers coming off a signature early season performance last night, a win at TD Bank Garden. They were looking to continue momentum, and they hit their stride in the first quarter thanks to a spark from the bench. Walker with it to Jaleel Okafor. Back down to Okafor against Pell. Fakes once, fakes twice. Oh, Norbell sends it packing. Sixers into Simmons. He's going to get a slam right down Broad Street. Ben Simmons with a dunk. That made it 26-20, 76ers, and moments later, Pell again leaving his imprint. Here's a backdoor cut, and Pell rejects Brandon Ingram. He tried to rock it, and Norbell turns him away. Here's Benning to the corner, Ennis, three ball in the air. It's good, and a foul. Oh, man. So great. That made it 29-20. to The 76ers led 39-25 after one. It was their highest scoring first quarter of the season. Second quarter, Tobias Harris started getting in rhythm. Inside out dribbling with Jackson Hayes there. Better be careful. He's been proven to be a good blocker. And now back to Harris. He goes right at Hayes, goes up and in. Tobias Harris right at the Pelicans inside. And he gets the basket. Tobias Harris only scored two points in tonight's first quarter. He really had it going on after that. The 76ers at the break led 62-57. In the third quarter, the Pelicans, they would actually threaten. They are those 7 of 16 for 3, 44%. Three more trades than the Sixers. Harris to a driving Simmons. Underhand scoop by Simmons. He soared and scored. What a play by Ben Simmons. 76ers needed that to keep the lead, 70-68, but New Orleans would flip the score in its favor, 71-70 moments later on a three-pointer. But then Tobias Harris answered with a triple of his own, and the 76ers were off and running on a key 9-0 run. Simmons skips into the lane, bump, no foul, puts it up on Kenrich Williams, no good. Rebound Ennis, beyond the arc, James backs up, he goes to Tobias, 17-foot, straight away, good. Great second chance, timeout, pal. They made it 77-71 Sixers. They would lead by 10, 92-82 after three quarters of play. The fourth quarter, if you were either here, you were watching, you were listening, you know it was a grind, a slog. Lots of free throws, but the 76ers got what they needed in the end. Tobias Harris with the ball, clocked down to five, dribbles back out to the right perimeter on Brandon Ingram, now takes him into the wing area, mid post right side, and bucket good. Harris, 11 field goals and 18 tries, and he did it himself there with a the clock winding down. One of the final baskets in the game for the 76ers. In the fourth quarter, <laughs> there was a total of 25 fouls called, and that resulted in 44 free throws. The 76ers finished the game 11-14 from the line. They win for the 20th time this year and for the fifth straight game. 31 points for Tobias Harris. That was a... Uh, team high total for him. He was 12 of 20 from the field, 6 of 7 from the line, 24 apiece for Joel Embiid and Ben Simmons. Simmons had 11 assists. Embiid had 11 rebounds. Josh Richardson had 8 points in 26 minutes, but he looked good in the time that he was out there on the floor. 10 points for James Ennis the third, 4 of 6 shooting, 2 of 3 outside the arc. And Matisse Thibel with a 3-pointer plus a steal and 2 rebounds. Norvell Pels, 6 points, 5 rebounds, 3 block shots in 12 minutes of play. 76ers now 20-7. and seven. They visit the Brooklyn Nets on Sunday at 6 o'clock. The Nets will be going up against Toronto tomorrow.
You've been listening to Rewind. Look out for fresh episodes the day after every 76ers game this season.